welcome to Thriving as a Physician, the podcast that teaches you to thrive in your weight loss and life while juggling a packed physician schedule, because you deserve to thrive. Each week, I share sustainable, enjoyable tools that work in your busy life so that you can reach all of your goals faster with more confidence. Everything in this podcast is backed by my experience as an obesity medicine physician, years of coaching physicians on weight loss and eating, and my own personal weight loss journey. Let's get thriving. This podcast contains general educational information on weight loss for physicians. I am not providing medical advice and listening to this podcast does not create a physician-patient relationship. This podcast does not replace the need for consultation with a licensed professional and no information should be relied upon unless you have obtained specific advice or treatment from myself or another physician. Please review the terms and conditions located at www.weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca before continuing. Welcome to episode 211 of the Thriving as a Physician podcast, How to Lose Weight and Love Your Life. I'm your host, Siobhan Key. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm really excited that you're here. If you're new to this podcast, I'm Siobhan Key. I'm a family physician and an obesity medicine physician, and I am a coach for physicians. I've been coaching physicians on their eating and weight loss for quite a few years now, as well as hosting this podcast. And at the same time, I have struggled with eating and weight myself, and I was able to lose 55 pounds and keep it off. And not only have I kept it off for years now, but it's actually a totally different feeling of keeping it off compared to other times when I lost weight and tried to maintain it. And I credit that to all of the mindset work I've done that comes from the background in coaching. And that's what I share with you in this podcast and what I share in depth with members of my coaching program, Thrive Academy. So if you're new to the podcast, listen to all the episodes, but when you're ready to take it all to a deeper level, come join me inside Thrive Academy for Physicians. It's a six-month program because in six months, we can create amazing things in your life, in your eating, and in your weight. And speaking of that, the Black Friday special offer that I've created is just starting today as of the day that this gets released on November 14th, 2022. And it will be open until the end of until Cyber Monday. After that time, Thrive Academy is closing down for new enrollments until the new year. So this is your last opportunity to join me inside Thrive Academy for physicians in 2022. And I think it's a fantastic time to come join me because you're going to get support over some of the hardest times of the year that we associate with weight gain and struggle around foods, which would be the holiday seasons. And if you start working with me right now, we are going to build skills before we really get deep into the holiday season. And it's going to be a totally different holiday season for you. One that you don't have to gain weight, but you also can still enjoy yourself. It's not that you don't get to eat anything and you have to hang on with willpower while everybody else eats stuff. It's more about learning how to find the balance where you eat the stuff you really want to, enjoy it, but then also stay focused on your weight loss goals. So I hope you'll consider joining me. If you have any questions at all, send me an email, info at weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca. And also, I'm still running my free barrier-busting coaching session. So if you're listening to this and you're like, ah, this sounds like it could be good, but what the heck is coaching? Come to one of these coaching sessions. Head over to weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca forward slash free coaching. At the time of recording this, we've done one of the sessions already and we covered so much information. Like what do you do when there's treats in the call room? 
What do you do when your husband brings treats home? What do you do when you know you have call coming up and you're dreading it and it's driving you to eat? There's so much that we covered in that coaching call and I can't wait to see what we cover in the others. Now, these coaching calls are not recorded, so you need to sign up and come live in order to benefit from them. Okay, today, what we're talking about today is how to deal with time, how to create time. And I thought this would be a really good episode to release now as we're heading into the holiday season because the holiday seasons are a time where we often feel a lot of time crunch. I know for myself, there's so many extra things that happen over the holidays. And I suspect this year will be more because life is more back to normal post-pandemic that on top of all the normal stuff we're doing, it feels busy and it feels like there's not much time. And so that's why I wanted to record this episode because I know a lot of you are in the same boat. And the problem is when it feels like we don't have enough time, what ends up happening is we give up our self-care time. We give up the things that actually help us stay more stable, help us feel better, help us show up and play all the different roles that we need to play in a better way. We give that up first in order to keep up with other tasks. And so I think this is a really important topic to talk about, about, okay, when you're going into a time where there is going to be more demands on your time, how can you manage your time and create more time for yourself so you keep those self-care activities going, the things that support you, that help you feel your best, which means you get to enjoy your holiday season more. If you're feeling better and you're taking care of yourself as you go into it, you get to enjoy it more. And from an eating and weight loss standpoint, if you're taking care of yourself, you're enjoying yourself, probably you're going to find that your eating feels better and you will feel more in control of whatever weight goals you're working on throughout the holiday season. Okay, so it's got like a bunch of domino effects is what we're going after here with this one. So you'll hear me talking about creating time. And I want to point out that that's a different way that we think about time compared to finding time. Right? We often think, oh, I need to find some time to do that. I need to wait till I have time to do that. And this comes up lots for physicians who are really thinking about joining Thrive Academy. And they're like, that sounds amazing, but I have to wait until I can find some time. I want you to consider some of the stuff we're talking about today, if that's you, because time doesn't just come to us, especially as physicians. It is unlikely that you're going to just hit a time in your life where all of a sudden you have free time. We fill time really, really well. If there starts to be a bit of flexibility in our schedule, it's really common that we say yes to other stuff and fill it up as physicians. So stop thinking about time as something that you find or that you wait to be given to you and start thinking about time as something you create. You create time. That's a much more empowering way to view time. And I think is quite effective and can create a lot of change in your life. And if you only take one thing away from today's episode, thinking about I'm going to create time, I don't have to wait for time, I don't have to find time, I'm creating time, I think would be an amazing thing to take away. Just that one concept could change your days, honestly. So a big thing when we're talking about time is time is not linear. Time, like spending five minutes here does not mean that you'll be behind by five minutes there. There's something called the Parkinson's law, not the Parkinson's law, Parkinson's law, that tasks will expand to fill the allotted time available. So an example that I use for this is say you show up 
and I had this recently, where you show up in your day sheet, actually looks pretty light, and you look at it, and you're like, hmm, it's not too many people on it. This one's going to be easy. And then you end up behind <laughs> on that day when it seemed like it should have been easy. I had that like a couple of weeks ago where I'm like, oh, I guess I'll get some of these forms done off my desk. And then I was like an hour and a half before I actually finished. Or there's times where you show up and you look at your day sheet and you're like, holy moly, what the heck? There are so many people booked. I don't even know how I'm going to get through it. And then you manage to get through reasonably on time, that high number. Those examples demonstrate Parkinson's law, how our brain perceives the amount of time allotted, it will expand the work to fill it. That's a really important piece of knowledge about how our brain interacts with time when you're thinking about creating time. Because you can change those bucket sizes of how much time your brain perceives that you have. So you can get your brain to accomplish more work in a smaller time frame in order to create space for yourself. So step number one is I want you to start thinking about noticing time wasters. It is really common as physicians that we go through the day thinking, I don't have enough time. I never have enough time. There's too much to do. But the reality is, if you really look at what you're doing minute to minute, there's probably a lot of things that you're doing that are actually wasting time. And I don't mean that that you're wasting time. I mean it more your brain is using them to to waste time. So things like checking your phone in between patients to check your email or go on social media, those would be like time wasters that don't really have benefit to you. They don't replenish you, but they take up a little chunk of time. And I think our brains mean it to give us a break, but it's not really a break that feels better when you finish it. Looking at how you schedule your days, and sometimes there's gaps in the schedule that don't allow to do much during those gaps, but they're kind of big enough that it's a gap, but not big enough for you to do something meaningful during it. And those might be transition times, but looking at those and being like, are there places where I have these gaps that I'm not really using for self-care and I don't really get other stuff done? And A, do I want to change what I'm doing in those gaps? Like, do I want to change and use them for self-care? Or do I want to shift my schedule to see if I can get rid of some of those gaps? Another sort of time waster thing is task shifting. So this has been researched, but when we shift tasks, if you have a day where you're going from different types of tasks. Every time you shift your task, there's a certain amount of wasted time and energy with the process of shifting tasks. So looking at your schedule and going, are there places that I can combine the same type of task together more so that I'm more efficient? And that may even be in how you book yourself in with patients. If you're doing different types of visits, again, it's a little bit of task shifting. Versus if you're like, okay, it's easier for me to do all of this type of visit together and then all of that type of visit together and try to book more as blocks. These are kind of bigger time management concepts, but really looking at how often you're, pl- you're expecting yourself to task shift and asking yourself, are there things I could do to change that? Now, you won't always be able to change it, right? Like if I think of a common day, if I'm on inpatients, I go into the hospital, I round, then I have to task shift as I get to the office to start seeing people, if I have to do some of the paperwork, again, that's another task shift time. And so those might not be changeable, but you never know until you ask. You never know until you ask yourself if there might be some alternatives. So look at your schedule and ask, are there things that I could do? 
are there changes I could make that would let me combine similar tasks together so I don't have wasted time and energy shifting the type of task I'm doing? So those are time wasters. That is not an exhaustive list at all. But those are some places where maybe you haven't even considered that it's taking up some of your precious time. You know, and another one I'm going to add that I didn't even put in my outline is indecision. Sitting in indecision to waste time. And chances are you'll end up making the same choice that you would have made at the beginning, but telling yourself, I'm not sure what to do. I don't know what the right thing to do takes time and energy. And so if you're somebody who's really indecisive, that might be a skill to start working on of like, okay, how can I make my decisions a little bit faster and still be confident in them, still be happy with them, but not spend as much time and energy into that, I'm not sure what I should do process. That would be another time waster. There's lots of others. Get curious in your own life. See what's out there for you. Okay, number two is managing your mind around time. I kind of touched on this a little bit when I was talking about Parkinson's law, but we have really painful stories about time in our minds as physicians. Our time is something that has been limited from the beginning of our training when you think about it. Like even as a med student, you didn't feel like you had a lot of time. And definitely once you started clinical rotations, your time was really limited. And so we develop these stories. And what ends up happening is we carry them forward. I don't have enough time. I have too much to do. What that ends up doing is it makes you feel stressed, makes you feel hectic, makes you feel a little frantic at times. And those thoughts can end up triggering eating or other behaviors. Sometimes those thoughts trigger you to reach for your phone and zone out for a little bit. There's a lot of different impacts that this has. When you want to start creating time, you need to think differently about time. Those thoughts and stories we've had about our time that we've had maybe for our whole life or definitely through medical training, we need to change them if we want to start creating more time in our life. So notice the thoughts that you have about time. Notice the ones that feel, you know, crummy, stressful, and start considering telling yourself a different story. I like the thought, I have plenty of time. I have plenty of time to get this done. Another thought that you probably heard me talk about if you listen to this podcast is whatever needs to get done will get done. And I think that's a very truthful statement for us as physicians because we do get everything done. We make sure things get done. And so asking yourself, how could I think about time differently? Now, this is where I think coaching plays a really important role. And I always say coaching creates time. The time you put into a coaching call actually creates time in the rest of your week because it helps you manage your mind around these things. Because it helps you, even the indecisiveness that we talked about before, helps you manage your mind to make yourself more decisive so you spend less time. And so it's something to consider. If you've never considered coaching, consider trying it. Like I've talked about um, Thrive Academy, I've got a Black Friday deal. But honestly, if that one's not for you, find another coach. Coaching for physicians is a proven intervention that makes our lives better. We have research on it. Every physician deserves a coach. And so if my program's not right for you, then fantastic, find another one. But do seek it out because it will help you create more time in your life, guaranteed. One of the biggest impacts that coaching has had on my life is how I feel in control of my time, even during those really busy weeks. Number three about creating time, especially, I wrote this one especially for the holiday season, is don't trade your happiness 
for other people's. So it is really easy over the holiday season to say yes to stuff because you don't want people to feel bad. That's called people-pleasing. And basically, when we look at people-pleasing, it's you don't want them to feel any discomfort, so you take on discomfort yourself by doing something you don't actually want to do, by filling up your schedule when you actually want some space in it. So recognizing that you can say no to anything. No is a complete sentence. You are allowed to say no. What somebody feels when you say no to something is their thing to feel. You are never actually in control of anybody else's feelings. So thinking that saying yes keeps people happy and avoids discomfort for them is just not true because it's never up to you to keep people happy or help them avoid discomfort. It's up to them. They get to navigate that. You could say yes to all the things and they could still feel like you didn't say yes to enough, right? So giving yourself permission, especially as we head into the holiday season where there's far more demands on the time of saying no to stuff that you don't actually want to do, to notice where your brain really wants to people please and is giving up your time in order to people please. Be selective with those. There may be some that you decide to still do, but maybe you don't need to do all of them. Consider them and act on them intentionally. Don't tell yourself you have to do it and you have no choice. Say, I don't really want to do this, but I'm choosing to do it because of X, Y, or Z for the ones that you decide that you are going to still do, even though you don't really want to do. Tell yourself you can say no. I recognize that they want me to do this, but I'm going to say no because of X, Y, or Z. Like your reasons for either one. If you're going to say yes or no to requests that take your time, like your reasons. When you say yes to stuff, you're always saying no to something else. So if you say yes to a little bit of extra work, maybe you're saying no to an evening at home. If you say yes to a meeting over lunch, you might be saying no to getting your paperwork done over lunch. Contemplating that it's not just a matter of can you say yes, it's a matter of what are you saying no to when you do say yes, I find really helpful for curating what things you actually want to say yes to, which ones you want to stick to. Do things and say yes to things as much as possible because they have value for you, not just because you want to avoid somebody else feeling a negative emotion. Because like we talked about, you can't actually avoid that. You can say no in ways that feel comfortable for you. You don't have to say no and slam the door on somebody, (laughs) but you can say no in a way that feels comfortable, but you can still say no. Okay. Think about that. So in summary, If you want to create time, start noticing the places where time's leaking out of your day, the time wasters. Be more intentional with those. Number two, manage your mind around time. Work on the story you're telling yourself about time and notice how what you accomplish in your same amount of time changes. Number three, don't trade your own happiness for other people's happiness. So, Don't people please with your time unless you have a really good reason why you want to. All right, I hope that those were helpful. I want you to consider as you go through the next week or so, and as you start heading into the holiday season, thinking about what lack of time you're going to have, but how could I create time through this season? And in particular, how could I create time through this season so I'm still taking care of myself so that I can still stay focused on my goals and the things that are important to me? If you're interested in learning more about Thrive Academy for Physicians and taking advantage of the Black Friday bonuses, head over to thrivephysicians.ca. That's thrivephysicians, 
www.thrivingmomsdoctor.ca. I would love to have you in there. And like I said, if you have any questions, send me an email, info at weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca. We'll talk to you later. Have a fantastic week. Bye-bye.